Hey, Bucks County, what is up out there? It is happy hump day, happy Wednesday, motivational, inspiring, such as this whole podcast is. We are incredibly excited to have all the guests that come on here on Bucks County. It's so inspirational and motivational to have all the businesses and individuals, not just from Bucks County, but from all over the country and all over the world absolutely love it but today we have somebody very cool coming on his name is d coop which is david but he goes by d coop is d-k-u-p-e and he is based out of california he is san francisco born and moved to the la region he is on that music scene and that very laid-back california scene i love it he's very inspiring he's motivational He has a very just cool laid back sound and it kind of reminds me of like almost like the Doors and Jimi Hendrix vibe but he's got that like soul based and R&B like a hip hop mixed into it. It is a very very laid back vibe. He's creative and energetic. He's just a very cool guy. I've talked to him on the phone way before we are going to do this podcast. So he has like a a mission that he has like this freedom and this authenticity and this love his his music it just inspires people i love it and he is on my playlist he's on my spotify he's on pandora he's on all those areas but he just has a very great attitude and i'm so happy that he's coming on here to bucks county bites and to share his love of music he really is going to talk about you know who he is you know where he's from we all know he's from california but you know how he got to start where he all began i love hearing about musicians what their plans are how their music is evolving so we're gonna get to hear him in just a little bit but in the meantime we are going to have a moment to listen to our sponsor dr patrick sanaham again bucks county native he's been here his whole life one of the original residents from way back when. He has a a great uh, website there and he also has his Amazon, um, I'm sorry, Amazon Author Central, which you can go and look at all his books. So the links are in the podcast. And so we will have just a moment and listen to our sponsor, Dr. Patrick Sanahan. Are you a procrastinator? Do people complain that it takes you too long to finish anything? Is school or work a struggle? Because you can't seem to stay focused long enough to get things accomplished? There's a book that can help. From author Dr. Pat Sanigan, The Procrastination Quiz, available on Amazon. Procrastination becomes a lifestyle for millions and permeates their personal and professional lives. Procrastinators delay or put things off until later, usually things they find unpleasant, overwhelming, or anxiety producing. They run away from these feelings and do something that makes them feel better for the moment. It can cost you money, precious time, relationships, and even your health. The procrastination quiz will help you identify how and why you procrastinate along with over 16 effective strategies to help you manage this tough habit. The procrastination quiz from author Dr. Pat Sanigan. Get your copy on Amazon. Do you know someone who procrastinates? This book may be the help they desperately need to get back on track. Order your copy right now. Hello. Hey, David. It's Martha from Bucks County Bites. How are you? 
Great, Martha. How are you? Good. I'm good. I'm so happy to be able to have you on the show here. Um, Bucks County is just just happy that we have this wonderful guy from warm, sunny California while we're stuck here in the Snowmageddon. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> we are freezing yeah, must, here. <laughs> must be tough over there right now. Yeah. yeah, we had 19 inches of snow and more to come, and it's so cold. It was like 14 degrees this morning. <laughs> it's so cold. But anyway, it amazes me. Yeah. I, uh, I know. I just wish I were there with you because I know you probably have great temperatures, wonderful weather. It's just the best ever. It really is. But anyway, I just want to let you know um, I always start my calls out with a recording because I love to catch. You never know. Some great stuff, and you might miss it if you don't have that button pushed. So, Absolutely. But anyway, I right want on. to introduce you to our listening audience out there. Bucks County Bites is happy to bring David in. Um, D. Coops, I believe, is right. Is that correct? Yeah, D. Coop. D. Coop is the uh, artist yeah. name. Yeah. So, right. yeah, I would love for you to go and tell the audience um, a little bit about yourself and you know how this all started uh the beginning of your music career and how you are dealing with all this out there with the the music industry and the pandemic situation and then what's going to happen for you this year as as we go into this new world we'd love to hear absolutely yeah yes sounds great well i'll go ahead and get into that so for everyone out there listening um my name is D. Coop. I go by D. Coop. Um, David would be my, I guess, real name. But I, uh, my name is D. Coop, and I'm originally from the Bay Area here in California. And right now I'm based in Los Angeles. Been in Los Angeles now for, I've come up on exactly two years, I think, uh, this month. And um, basically, uh, I've been, I've been playing music. Uh, more or less my entire life. So I began playing music um, when I was uh, quite young. Um, I picked up the guitar first when I was about 11 years old. And I was, I played, I remember I played the the alto saxophone too when I was in like school band and things like that. Yeah, yeah, totally. And actually I'll, I'll, I'm I'm pretty grateful that I I did all that because I actually learned a lot of like music theory mm-hmm. through that and a lot of stuff that kind of came back around to me later and um, at that time I was also playing the guitar and mostly mostly self-taught at the beginning and then I had um, I did get lessons and whatnot and you know basically at that point I was just fixated I remember at that age um, in like middle school and high school I was just totally fixated on the guitar um, and was you know would just jam for hours on hours and end <laughs> you know, sounds like me that. we have that in common I did the same thing yes it's awesome yeah exactly and and I love it because it's like at that point at that age it's like the the guitar is so um, so novel mm-hmm. like the whole experience of, of playing music is so novel and learning every new thing that you can use to like just you know recreate the sounds that are heard in like the music you love and like I just you know I loved it and so I was I was doing it through there and um, I remember I 
like between uh, so I was like really into music and then I'd say between there and about like some years later I like music kind of became one of the, like one of those things that was like in the scheme of what I was doing but it wasn't like the only thing I was doing and I was um, I remember so, so for me it was interesting because it wasn't one of those things where like I knew right away that I was going to be trying to do music and really pursue it the way that I'm doing it now. So I I was playing music and then I remember I went to college um, and I went to college in Santa Barbara, when you see Santa Barbara and I was out there for about um, for about four years, um, actually five. I, I lived there a little bit after after school um, and um, there it was actually that music kind of came back into the the front end for me as i started playing in the local scene there um i remember i got uh i got a band together uh because like just in the in the college scene there and also just in the local scene there was a big kind of like very sort of like underground music really fun very raw like in in houses kind of kind of beach vibe and it was it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun just playing a lot of these like really fun you know raunchy shows and just like a bunch of people <laughs> crammed into like, like a yard yeah, it, does. it was it was a ton of fun it was a ton of fun and <laughs> yeah yeah every i i remember and like it was you know it was like so it was just fun and it was it was fun and it was it was really like those those moments kind of let me just like get back into like just like the real energy of like playing live and really feeling it um and and playing like i got like around that time i got really back into songwriting again i started writing music again and um basically i uh yeah i just you know i started like getting deeper into my songwriting and i started also just um exposing myself to like more and more music um and that kind of was influencing my style and so like um just for like the listeners out there like my music now is it's a mix of things i mean i i guess i'd best describe it as like a mix of uh of like soul music and uh with it's like soul music with some like funk and also some some rock influences oh yeah and you can hear it yeah yeah. I love it. You know what I thought about when I first heard you, when I found you and I listened and we were talking, I just got that influence of like the and I said this in the intro, like the doors and and Jimi Hendrix, it just kind of brought that back to me because of your music style. That's an influence. I can hear it. it it's really a very cool vibe. You got that. You got Right on. Yeah. I- I'm really glad to hear that because that's uh, those two are definitely like big influences uh, for me and uh, big influences, of course, like for a lot of a lot of musicians, and especially for me, I think um, like Hendrix, like Hendrix is such a big <clears throat> part of my guitar playing even today and continues great. to be. Yeah. It is, and it's cool because I really feel like my my music, um, it's a mix it's really today i i feel i feel it to be a blend of older styles of music combined with newer sounds as well so it's really taking those the best of really my favorite elements mm-hmm. of 
music like like you know Jimi Hendrix and that kind of 60s rock sound but also a lot of that like 70s that's why and, I like you so yeah. much because you have these influences, and I, you know, I've come from that era. That was the music that I played. I learned to play guitar, and I learned all that. You know, you're talking. You're very lucky, that. <laughs> yeah. You're talking Zeppelin and Stones and Beatles and everything. So I learned all that music on guitar. I learned when I was seven. So That's when I heard, fun. I mean, when I heard yeah. you, it just like. Yeah, that reminds me of all the music I played and I listened to. That's the influences I hear in your music. And um, that's what's really cool. That's why I was like, oh, I gotta have you on the show. It'd be great. You know. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. And I just I was like, oh, I gotta I gotta talk to, I gotta talk to you. You gotta get your music. Is the, on. <laughs> is the is the guitar the main instrument you play? Or? Um. So, all right. Just real, real quick. I mean, I've had it on before in some of my podcasts. We've talked about it with musicians. When I learned, mm. um, I learned on guitar. I was, like I said, I think I was seven. I got my first guitar. Um, of course, I never knew how to play. I just picked it up, and my brother-in-law was a guitarist, and he taught me my first song, which was "Stairway to Heaven." very nice. young and I started and I learned my Beatles and I just kept learning but I learned by rote so I never had any instruction I would just listen to songs and they, they you know they call it learn by rote you hear it and you play it and that's what I did yeah. that's the that's the thing I have and I found out that my my grandparents had that too so it's like something that it just it's kind of learned it's in you and that's what I've been yeah. told so I would just wake Absolutely. up, I just would just play for hours and hours. School? It was schoolwork. Um, I was so smart at music that I decided to start playing other instruments. So I learned violin and flute and piano and eventually the bagpipe. <laughs> so I played quite a few instruments. Yes. Very cool. Bagpipes Very cool. was not self-taught though. That's the most difficult instrument I've ever played in my life. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> Bagpipes, it, it looks like it looks like a really complex instrument. It, it really is. amazes me the complexity of some instruments out there, especially wind instruments. Like wind instruments can have like can be really difficult to play. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, difficult to learn the pattern of you know filling the bag with air and squeezing, and you have to get the timing right because you can't let so much air out you have to have so much air in in order for those drones to have the sounds you can't let the air out of that bag or it sounds like a dying goose <laughs> yeah it's like very involved it you know you have to be like fully yeah. involved in the, in the whole thing but yeah, yeah. That, that's how i that's why i said I, I i had that connection that you know i love people that have this very cool laid-back vibe with their music and you know coming out of california you were like You've got it. And you're fitting the scene that's out <laughs> yeah. there. You know, you're living that California lifestyle. You've got great weather. You can play music out. I mean, I see a lot of your videos. You're outside. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely an influence. I I really, I really do love, you know, like the weather and the scenery of California. I'm really like, let's say I'm very, I'm a very proud Californian, you know, like I've lived out here my whole life and especially just like 
just like the natural beauty mm-hmm. and it and just like the I love just like the sense of just kind of the laid back you know vibe and it really influences a lot of the the music and the sounds that come out of here and a lot of the um, just a lot of the sounds that artists are playing with and it I feel like it it's always kind of worked its way in to my music and in, in giving it that kind of chill flavor um, in, in like no matter what kind of music I'm approaching mm-hmm. it always kind of comes from that place right and yeah now it's pretty um, so I guess today when you think about music the way we can put music out there compared to 20 years ago you know when we were doing it yeah you can get your music out there pretty easily compared to Spotify and Pandora and all these platforms that you can put your music on and yes, exactly. That's just changed the music industry. So, is it completely it, like? Is it harder to compete out there because there's so much music and that people can put their own music out? What are your challenges? So, so um, my my uh, my view on on kind of like where things are with music and where these developments have gone is that you know there's definitely positives and negatives to it. Um, I think that in large part, like overall, it's, you know, for the better in, in the long run. And, you know, things are still constantly changing. So mainly it's like now artists like myself, for instance, um, can do it independently. And so one of the better things about the situation now is that, um, I guess, quote unquote, like back in the day before uh, before the Internet, before music streaming and all that, um, there is really more of a dependency on artists, um, more of a dependency from artists on labels to basically be able to do the whole process of um, distributing music. And that's I think that's largely why the labels used to play such a larger role is that not only were they kind of entities that like would could like could and would help you promote your music um but that they would also be really your your way of distributing the music but now what's changed is of course that like artists can now distribute their own music and now artists and because of that like there's this huge availability of it and it's all in one place because music another thing that's changed a lot as a result of that um, music itself like how artists make money has changed largely because music is basically free so mm-hmm. i mean artists do make money off of uh off of streaming but of course like oh, okay. very little so do you yeah. make a little bit off this so when say i listen to your spotify I'm streaming your music. So you make a little yeah. bit off of that when people play and hit those plays. So if you get a thousand or five thousand, so you're getting yeah. something from that. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So there, there definitely are um, so streaming services like Spotify, they do pay uh, royalty payments. And basically, it's based off like the amount of streams you have. Mm-hmm. But it's, um, it's a very different game than like, say, selling music. Like, um, 20, 30 years ago, because like the actual percentage of that is like astronomically low. Like it's something uh, like it's something like point zero oh zero zero oh like one cent per play or something oh my like gosh. that. So basically, to to start making like real income from yeah. from streaming itself, 
most artists you have to like be in the hundreds of thousands to millions streams and even artists who are there like basically the way it's changed is that like now artists have to have more of their income no matter what level they're at really depend on gigs and merchandise okay and more of basically like the branding of music of their music and the live performance element that's kind of why concerts today are more expensive than they've ever been is because music isn't for sale anymore like there are no more quote there are no more what you'd call record sales like there are record sales but but it's changed it's changed so you're not looking the, the music sales like the record sales like we used to have way back in the day you know you depended on those record sales now it's not like that Exactly, exactly. That kind of just like the record back, like, you know, when records were the main way of people yeah. getting music, people had to buy records. Like, that was actually like the record was kind of the centerpiece of the whole artist thing is you'd make the record and like the record would kind of facilitate everything else because people would buy the record and then you'd go and you'd do the live gigs to promote the record. And now it's like the record is still important but the record the music is just is the center thing but it's not the product anymore because like you can't really you know (laughs) that's so no that's good news i mean you've got some great info there because you know i really didn't think about it till we kind of start talking about it like you know i think about all the music that's out there and it's all we do is stream it i mean i i have records i haven't touched a record in i don't know how many years but i have them my God, I think yeah. I have the Beatles. I've got Zap. I've got all that stuff. But it's something yeah. like it's like a rarity now that if you have something like that, yeah, yeah, vinyls have kind of become popular. But in a sense, the reason why vinyls have kind of come back and become like retro again is mm-hmm. is sort of because of this whole thing. Because like they've become a way a piece of like merch that artists can sell. Because mm-hmm. okay. it's now, but it's not actually like you know people trying to needing to go and buy physical music yeah, but it's kind of like really, for novelty right it's a it's novelty like, thing yeah. yeah so now you were yeah. saying about you know you know you're out there in the california scene yeah um, and we all are going through the crisis that we are so yeah and you're saying about you know artists are dependent on those live shows but we're really not doing those anymore because of everything that's happened i mean eventually i know it'll come back it's going to yeah. take time. So how do you? How are you handling that? Are you doing like live streams um, of your of your group? How are you managing that out there? Are you able to sell like tickets for like a live stream or something? So um, I've definitely in in the period of like the beginning since the beginning of pandemic, like I haven't done any gigs of any sort. So there there haven't been shows out here. Um, live streams so really like what my thing has been during this time is mostly been focusing on my my content and writing music and also recording it so i've kind of basically taken this time to really put to really create my next batch of music that i'm putting out in you know my uh my new releases um, I've done some things, like uh, I've done a couple live stream things. There's some live events that I like to do on Instagram, um, some like live performance 
um, open mic type things, as well as just like, yeah, like collaborative events with other artists um, or multiple artists perform. And I was for a period of time, I was doing live streams actually. I was doing regular live streams on another app um, called Vigo and it was like a live performance um, basically where I was just performing live just on it like uh, an app that was more like made for live stream oh, performances. I've never heard yeah. of that one. That's a new one yeah. for me. Yeah, it's a new one. Yeah, I, uh, I heard about it through a friend and I, I was doing it for a bit and then I kind of stopped just because it wasn't really, I had too many other like music priorities mm -hmm. and it just wasn't it wasn't really my favorite thing. That's the thing, like the live streams, like I uh, I do enjoy making content, like I enjoy making videos and whatnot. And for anyone who checks out um, my Instagram, like that's yeah. really, that's kind of how I like to engage with my audience, oh, especially during do. this time. Where you, you do have a good yeah. engagement and you have a good audience there, yes. Yeah, I appreciate that. I really, you know, try to just make it good. Um, it's really, it, it's pretty like, raw content like it's it's basically it's me you know jamming out on different ideas that i'm feeling and um and also doing some covers and um another thing i really like to do is uh collaborations with other artists in the area other artists that i've connected with since being in la yeah. um and that's that's been the best thing so just to circle back real quick like after Santa Barbara, I ended up moving to LA, um, basically because I wanted, you know, to come out here to do the music because this is, of course, where the music scene is. So is it and better there? So it's better there in LA because that's the music scene versus being in San Francisco, right? Yeah, versus being in the Bay. I, I would, I would say, in my opinion, I okay. mean, definitely, um, definitely. I'm gonna like definitely pay would pay my respects to like the Bay Area music scene. Like, there's a great music scene up there, and there's a lot of really talented musicians. And different? I think a lot of it is different. I think it's different, and I think it's a lot more limited, unfortunately, than it used to be. Like, I think the Bay Area kind of used to be a more like a, a better hub for artists. It still definitely has a hub for, you know, artistry and for music, mm -hmm. but I think that, and I think it might even start going back in that direction now, with like how things have changed with the pandemic. Yeah. But before that, it's like, kind of like the whole tech thing sort of- Oh, it's the tech thing. Became, it kind of just became like the main mm -hmm. focus point, I feel like of the Bay Area. So I feel like a lot of the art scene there, you know, has, yeah. kind of struggled in, in like the last decade but um i think it, you know i i have good hopes for it but in any case i also just like it's different music for the most part like i feel like my sound always i kind of just resonated personally with um with la more in terms of like the music but also also just in terms of the place like i i love the weather more i have to admit like once i started living in southern california i just couldn't really oh, go well, back yeah, you because got to, it is a few hours difference so you do have a weather change from la to san francisco sure that's better it's, it's yeah, a little warmer down la <laughs> sure it is it's definitely warmer it's just it has more of that like southern california mm -hmm. um to scenery and feel to it like northern california is really beautiful too but in, in kind colder. of a different way it, it's kind of colder it's a little more like foresty it's more yeah. like 
Um, yeah, and Southern California is more like palm trees and beach. Right, in, in, you really have in the way back. you'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah, I just and also it's just there's a lot of a lot of musicians out here to connect with, and that's what I've loved is there's a lot of musicians and a lot of creatives. Like it's very easy to to find people to work with mm -hmm. and. Um, to connect with uh, to do different things and different events and I really loved just like when I first moved out here just really diving into the scene just head first and going to different jam sessions and wow. playing gigs and it was it was a ton of fun I mean I was doing that up until basically COVID hit and then so I remember March, I was it March when you actually stopped getting together with people or is it before that it was right. It was actually, um, yeah. It was right when that. It, it was right about March. I remember. Yeah. I actually had a show scheduled with a band I was playing. We were gonna play the Troubadour in Hollywood. Really? And like, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I was really excited for that show. And because at the time I was, because since I've been out here, like especially in the first year I was here, I was doing my own music, but I've also been like playing guitar with other people and other artists. And there's this band I was playing with, and yeah, we we're gonna do the Troubadour, and um, it. I remember the COVID thing hit like right when that happened, and oh, like that show horrible. got canceled. Yeah. yeah. But it's uh, it's it's been interesting. It's been interesting. I think that things will kind of come back, like they will sometime. And yeah, they will. I mean, it's a shame because I know. Well, I was just out there in LA. Uh, not too long ago, I actually had to go out. So one of the things I used to do is drive cars, transportation. I flew out to L.A. and it's when you guys shut down. So I flew in, I had to go pack an apartment up, pack the car up and then get back here to the East Coast. But I was like, you know what? I mean, I don't get there. I wanted to see Santa Monica. I wanted to see the ocean and the beach. I was like, I'm just going to go. But when I went there, there's no one. There's not a soul around. I've never seen such a ghost town. And, you know, it's beautiful there. It is absolutely just inspirational to be on the West Coast in California and L.A. I love it. I, I do. Yeah. I think I do want to move. I really do. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. It's, uh, I, it's I definitely love your lifestyle. enthusiasm for it. It's it a is. lifestyle, and in the you've got the culture, the music, the laid back, I mean, and and people love the weather. It's just a a, a vibe. Like you got the it's East vibe. Coast yeah. vibe. Is everybody wants to run everybody? Well, they did not anymore because there's nobody going anywhere. But you know, here it was like crazy. You know, you got the Boston scene and the New York. Everybody's in a rush, rush, rush. But I met yeah. people from California, like so laid back. You know, it's just yeah, they're chill. Very different place. Very vibe. Yeah. The the food's healthier. Everything is just so much better and i'm like i'm in the wrong section of the country i need to move <laughs> that's fair <laughs> that is a totally fair sentiment it's uh it's yeah it, it's definitely a vibe and it's i feel like it's kind of like it differs a lot from a lot of like a lot of the country you yeah, know yeah it um does. and you're fortunate like, definitely i uh, i definitely appreciate it and and like uh I love just the 
Oh, I love everything about it. I love the the weather. I love the diversity. You know, I love the yeah. just the mix of everything out here. You like do I have feel a like mix of people of everything. Every you know, all kinds of people from all over the country, all over the world, and everybody's like that. Yeah. That mixed there. You know, that's what California. It brings everybody in. You know, and the weather plays a big part because. You know, people are calmer and more relaxed when you've got sun shining most of the time and you don't have gray skies and gloomy days like we do here on the East Coast when it's raining or yeah. snowing half the time. Big difference. It's, it's really cool and I love it and I love also that like um, I think in, like in LA especially it's, it's really cool seeing people you know, come here from all over the world, really with something in mind um, that they just want to pursue and just do it. And it's, it's really cool. It's inspirational. You know, people have people have all kind of very different paths and ways to do their thing. Yeah. But it's like I'm always amazed that this is like the place where people come and do their thing. You know? Yeah. So when uh, you when you met a lot of these people in music and people that you play with. Where are the most of the people from? Are they originally from California, or have you met, you know, musicians from all over? It's crazy. It's all over. It's actually usually people um, not from California, hmm. um, but also people from California. There's people from LA, definitely that I work with musically, but a lot of the musicians and producers and um, that you know that I've worked with out here, people are from places from all over the country, places like New York and. Um, places like the South and the, like the Northeast and also pe people from all over the world too wow. like South America you know Mexico like everywhere 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 and uh, so Europe like people are Asia yeah like, oh my it's, gosh it's crazy the influence that you get from like all the cultures and people from across the world that does it changes your influences of playing everything that when you it write really music does. so you you get all that influence from everywhere from everyone i really do and it's cool because it's like it's like all these different influences and flavors and i also like also like the it's interesting seeing like the things that kind of tie it together too like it's cool seeing like how certain like musical interests and trends like really are like huge in other countries and like how you know, like kind of how music has swapped around the world, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's really, that's cool. really cool. Have you ever traveled outside? I mean, have you ever gotten out of California and traveled not just in this country, but um, throughout the world anywhere to actually like go hear music? Yeah. And listen? Yeah. Where's um, some not of the places? Speci not, not specifically for music. I have when I was... Um, when I was like in college during that time, mm -hmm. I I traveled for a few months in Europe, in like in Western Europe. Really? And uh, yeah, like Western Europe and uh, the UK. And uh, I went to I think like eight or nine different countries in, in Western Europe and for, for like bits of a time. And uh, it was really cool. I, I did explore music out there. Um, and it definitely is one of those places that, or regions of the world, I'd love to go back to yeah, and play place. music in. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be great for you. I mean, I hope that you get to do that. And I'm sure you will at some point. We just have to wait for all this craziness to 
calm down yeah. um, and, and eventually travel again because I know there's so many countries you can't go to, you just can't go. And, and a lot of those countries can't come here. So, yeah. you know, like I know the UK is one of them. It's really strange. UK. Cause, yeah, because like I'm on like LinkedIn with some of the podcasters over there, and it's like this one guy, Paul Brown. He's got a really good podcast from over there, and he's always listening to here, and I listen to him because they want to know what's going on here. They want to know yeah what's happening, and it's like they'll, they'll whole show like videos of like the streets just completely empty, and this has been like London, UK. There's nobody moving. It's just weird. So I hope that you get to go travel again and, you know, maybe get to play in Europe because your music, I think your music would do really well over there. Yes, I I agree. I agree. I really think that it'd it'd be well suited for for like, you know, European and UK. There's definitely a lot of that going on. Australia, Europe, Australia, Europe, and all over. I'd love to tour anywhere. And that's really, I think, like the going to be like the next sort of like the next chapter for me after mm-hmm. really like uh, a season of of releasing music and hopefully when gigs come around, um, start playing gigs again regularly yeah. here in here in L.A. Um, it's looking a bit promising. There's actually I've started to see some gigs pop up um, that are like socially distanced. And um, I think that that's going to become a little bit more common as we get into the year. Mm -hmm. But we have been. um, I don't know. You probably know what it is. So I think it's Firefly. Am I guess it? Yeah, it's right. It's like that really big place that they have it down in Delaware, and there's like I mean thousands of people. Well, they were travel tens of thousands of people coming from all over the world, but they have hundreds of groups. Hundred like they have I've always at twenty stages. It's huge. Yeah. And yeah. something like that probably won't happen because I mean they have to really limit it, you know, with this social yeah. distancing. I don't you know, it'll come back yeah. slowly. Like the smaller smaller gigs will probably come back before those large scenes. Yeah, like festivals will mm-hmm. it'll be quite a bit before a festival is a thing yeah, again. Well. Yeah, I, f- I feel that it's like this time because of that has been like, I've, I've really seen a lot put into the creative, like in the artist world, like as far as uh, music being released right now. And um, it's also a large part like why I've been focusing on like the like writing music and recording it, being in the studio during the time. Because I feel like, you know, like when stuff's not um, like when live music's not available, like that's you know yeah. that kind of becomes like thing. yeah yeah, and so yeah, I basically just I've uh, during the time I put out a couple releases, I put out a couple singles, um, one earlier like around when the pandemic hit, and then I did another one very recently um, in this, in November. And, yeah, I think uh, I saw that one. I was. I was uh, looking at your at your work today, and I I was looking up your Spotify. There's one that you just released. Which one is that? Um, you've got top changes. Changes, yeah, changes. that's one up there. Yeah, yeah, you've got this one song that's getting really uh, pretty many hits. It's called High Low, and then you yeah. have All in My Head. That's getting pretty good. You, the, all those five or four songs there are doing really well. 
and it changes is the yeah. new one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah High low. What is high low? Tell tell us about high low. High low. That's a that's a song I did when I um, a bit after I first moved to LA. It was the first release that I did when I was in LA, and um, it's I really love that song. I love that song. It's like a song I wrote um, kind of during that first period of moving here, and it's it's really just about like you know trusting the process and diving into it. And I think it's that song is like a good narrative of where I was at at the time of course moving here and just really like you know <clears throat> trying to trust the trust the process and like figuring out um like how to build my own foundation and um and yeah and I think it's a good kind of like or like intro into my into the mix of my sound yeah and yeah no, that's great. It's good to like. I love, like I said, I love listening to music. Now, do you have someone there, say, um, uh, a wife, you know, a fiance, a girlfriend that supports you musically and is giving you a hundred percent? Is she supporting you there, or you know? Yeah. Oh, that's good. So you, that's yeah. good to hear. <laughs> Because you never yeah, know. Yeah. Sometimes they're like, you know, if you're into the music scene and you know you're spending a hundred percent time into it, um, sometimes they can be not so supportive. I've heard stories many times, so that's good. Yeah. Good for her. Definitely. I mean, of course, it's difficult, but yeah, yeah. My girlfriend's very, um, she's very like patient with the whole thing and very supportive, and mm -hmm. um, definitely encourages the process, which is which is cool. You know, it's yeah. it's good to be be with someone who appreciates that that's good but does she help with any like musical part of the production like with any of your cover art anything you know does she help you in social media getting your postings done and stuff um not too much she she helps me out sometimes with stuff like um you know like picking out outfits and stuff oh, okay. and you know kind of more of the fun stuff yeah, yeah. she does that part oh that's good good to know yeah so cool. like help me pick out outfits and just like um being there at gigs and yeah just supportive being yeah. supportive yeah yeah oh that's awesome we we wish her the best of being a very supportive girlfriend for you, <laughs> you yeah need that. Definitely. we all do oh that's great Absolutely. no uh, so what kind of, i have to ask you so what are your favorite instruments to use as your as your guitarist What's your one of your favorite guitars that you use to play? Do you have a certain one, or do you do you mix do, yeah. you mix them up a little bit here and there? I do. I I basically play one guitar. I play a, a Gibson SG Standard, uh. and yeah, that's been my guitar um, since I was like since I was thirteen. It's pretty crazy. I've had the same. I've been playing the same guitar since I was thirteen years you old. You have the same guitar. Yeah, the That's same incredible. guitar, and I, I love it. I just love it so much. I never wanted any, like any other guitar, and I'm unlike like a lot of guitarists. Like I'm not really a gearhead. Like I'm not really uh -huh. like super into like I don't know, just like a lot of gear and stuff. Like, right. but Boxes I just really and all that, yeah, and all that stuff. Like mm -hmm. I mean, I have a couple pedals and mm -hmm. you know use some stuff, but like for the most part, like I just love just. Like once I have the sound I love, I just you know that's you that's kind of it. it for me. Yeah. yeah, and so that guitar just like uh, I've always just loved the sound and specifically just like my like the sound I get out from my amp and kind of how I've figured that guitar out. So yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's a 
definitely a great, great act. Yeah, it's a great piece. We'll look at to see that when I do your cover art for the podcast. Now, what kind of amps are you using out there? I uh, I play through a Bugera. It's a Bugera um, tube amp. And okay. uh, I, yeah, I've been playing through that one for quite a while, too. And I really love that sound. I love that um, like tube sound. Mm-hmm. That, it's a good that sound. Really, like, it is. I uh, really like warm tones. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially because like, I play a lot of that kind of stuff that involves like jazzy guitar styles yeah and so it's 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 good to get those smooth tones out but it can also yes yeah but it also distorts well it's got a it's got a cool distorted sound yeah oh that's cool now you do you've got a great sound and i'm so happy that you're making the music you are because we all need it you know you think about all the people out here that are getting through this crisis this pandemic music is such an outlet and it's so needed it's therapy Musicals, it's yeah. just a wonderful therapy. And, you know, when I was driving all the time, my other job, you know, I was driving 20,000 miles a month. So I listened to music nonstop. And one of the things, oh, I, I, oh, one of the things I missed when it all came to a halt was that music. Because I didn't realize, like, I was listening to it, you know, 20 hours a day. And all of a mm-hmm. sudden it came yeah. to a stop. I mean, all right, all right, I'm not in my car, not listening to my music. All right, I got to... I gotta put my earbuds back in, or I just gotta—I have to have it in the house playing all the time. It's got to be something. So you know, I eventually got to the point where it's like, all right, music in the house at all times, <laughs> unless I'm on a podcast or I'm doing something. I can't have music. But, so you are added into my list. You're on my Thank playlist. Thank you. I appreciate and, it. And, it. and at some point, I would love—I know we're gonna use your music on the back of the podcast, you know, on our background. So I yeah. mean, I would love to, you know, maybe get your permission. Um, we're doing some promos on a radio station, and that radio station's heard worldwide. So I've got a few other musicians that we're gonna just go in together. We're gonna have everybody in this playlist to be heard musically around the world. If you want to get on there, I'll just, you know, just tell me. I can add you on certain songs you want. I love that. Put it in there. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we got some upcoming musicians, you know, kind of in the same situation. You're, you know, they're on Spotify and and they're kind of up and coming, but different music. You know, you're into this very cool, laid back, um, very cool, like Jimi Hendrix and just real nice. And then we got the rapper and then that's completely different. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, he's very good at it. He's, you know, he's probably about your age, 20, 20, 21. And then another girl who's a friend of his, um, Jules, Jules uh, Music, she's really got a, she's got a good sound. But, you know, they have to get, you've got to get it out there in the public. You've yeah. got to get it to tens of thousands of ears, if not millions, so they hear your music. So you each Absolutely, have a yeah. unique sound, and why not? I can put them all at one time and just get you guys promoted. You know, I'll just do like one because I do. I use uh, a couple services, and it's like you know, promote my podcast, promote their music while we're promoting the podcast at the same time. So we'll get you in yeah. there too. Okay, that's awesome. That I definitely good? appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even this is going to have your music, so the podcast is heard, you are heard, your music will be on the background, so they can hear that. And of course, all the links will be in there, so it makes it so easy. 
you know, if you get, you know, new listeners from the podcast, that's great. That's what we want. We want you to be heard. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, for everyone listening, yeah, you can find my music on a Spotify, DKUPE, like D-K-U-P-E. And uh, it's the same for all streaming platforms. And it's got my singles. And I'm really excited in the next, uh, in the next month, I'm going to be putting out another single and i'm actually in the next few months we'll be putting out and uh, for those listening i guess you're the first to hear it but i'll be putting out my first ep uh this uh this coming spring so really excited for that yeah oh that's great congratulations on that that's gonna be fun it's gonna be exciting yeah definitely yeah so yeah i'm gonna have fun with uh putting this together for you and when I'm done, you'll get a soundbite. So that soundbite, again, you can share it on your Instagram or wherever. That's, it's only a minute long, so it goes on IGTV, wherever you want it to go. So share it to your you know, friends, family, wherever. So that's your soundbite, and I will be taking that and getting it on all the platforms myself. So it goes everywhere, everywhere that you can imagine. Awesome. <laughs> okay. This sound good? Perfect. All right. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool to talk to you. I'm so happy this happened. And let's do a follow-up. I love doing follow-ups with um, guests. And say, like, yeah. you know, about three months from now, I try to do three or four months and just check in let's with you. Like, let's check on your music, see how you're doing, see how everything's uh, happening in the music world out there. And we'll check up and do a, another podcast. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it sounds really good. Well, enjoy your weather. Enjoy your beautiful state of California while we're out here on uh, the East Coast suffering with all the snow, okay? And thank you. Yeah, we'll try to enjoy it. Definitely. Thank Thank, you as well. Thanks so much, David. I appreciate your time. All right. Definitely. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Very cool talking to D-Coop. Mr. David from California out there in LA. Beautiful sunny weather. So jealous. He did a wonderful job talking about all the music that he's creating. Who he is. You know where he's from. It, it is. I love finding out more about the people um, that surround here in Bucks County and, and beyond. I love talking to people in all parts of the world. So if you have a story, you have something to talk about, a business, music, a story, anything, anything goes, you can come on the show, just join the ranks of David and his music, bring it on, let's get you heard, let's get you published, I'm looking forward to getting David out there into some promos, just like Burke Smith and Jules Marie, because that way their music is heard further wider part of the the audience that's out there okay so everyone out there in bucks county i want you to enjoy have a great rest of your week and i will be talking to you on this coming friday with another guest have a great one bucks county and this is bucks county bites over and out